Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am blessed today to have Allison Vick here with us today, and she has an incredible small and local business here, and I just want her to introduce herself and tell you guys who she is. Hey, everybody. I'm Allison Vick. I um, am born and raised Raleigh, North Carolinian, Um, went to NC State, go back, uh, and moved to Texas, came back to North Carolina because it's just the best, so I'm glad to be back. I opened a small business when I got back and that is Little Blue Macaron, which is my little baby business, which I guess is about two and a half years old now. I started it in October of 2018 and I just make custom macarons for all occasions. So, um, you know, for baby showers, just as a friend gift, anything you can think of. If you just want a little pick me up, you want to treat yourself. Um, I have them in coffee shops all over Raleigh. And then I do custom orders all the time for people to pick up from my commercial kitchen. So, okay. Now here's the biggest like conversation I have with people. What is the proper way to say macaron? Like what is the proper way? Okay. Here's, here's what I say. Okay. So it is macaron. Okay. Uh, like you're saying Ron from Harry Potter at the end, okay. macaron. Mm-hmm. Um, however, because we live in the South, um, I get a lot of macaroon all yeah. the time. Yeah. A lot of macaroon thrown at, thrown at me all the time. And I never correct anybody because it is just one of those things that, you know, like my husband's family is from Chile and we say Chile, but a lot of people say like, oh, you went down to Chile. That's really cool. And it's like, you know, everybody has like a different way they're going to say something and I don't want to make anyone feel bad. So, so technically it's macaron because macaroon is another thing. It's that coconut cookie that's made with shredded coconut and egg whites and sugar. But um, if you say macaroon, I'm not going to give you any demerits. (laughs) Um, and go pack, by the way, fellow packy, um, absolute, um, best place to be. I absolutely, um, what did you graduate from NC state with? So I, um, was in the college of textiles, um, and graduated with textile and apparel management with a focus in brand management. Okay. Um, but I also graduated with a Spanish major because I was supposed to graduate um, in the spring of 2009, right after the recession went ham. And so our placement rate at graduation, our job placement rate went from 96% down to like 33% for my graduating class and not by the fault of the college textiles, they were amazing, but um, because the economy was in such tailspin. So I decided to ride my minor out for another year and I stayed in college until 2010. So I turned my minor into a major. So, so those are my two majors, but I use my Spanish major now more than anything, because it's like, if you don't immediately go into a textile job in that field, then you, um, you know, you have a lot of catching up to do. So um, and I did not, I went into, I tr- just got a job in whatever I could get a job in, in that state of the economy, which is what actually brought me to Texas. I um, got a job with the company that I studied abroad with while I was at NC state. And so, and they were headquartered in Austin. So my now husband and I moved down there back in 2011 to, you know, 
do yeah. something different. And I, I took that corporate job. Very cool. Now, yeah. what is the meaning behind Little Blue Macaron? Yeah. Um, so I was trying to come up with a name and this is a, this is an embarrassing, but fun, funny story. Um, back when I was like dreaming of this project, I wanted to call my store or my business, the macaronery, which is very difficult to say. It's very yeah. difficult to spell. Um, but it's a technically what a patisserie is that only has macarons. So I was like, oh yeah, that's like, a, you know, it's like French word sounds elevated. My friends were like, girl, this looks like a macaroni shop. Nobody yeah. can say this. Everyone's going to think you're a macaroni business. And so I was highly encouraged to let go of that. And I'm very stubborn and very type A. I am a tourist. So I'm very, I'm very stubborn. And so I was like, I like it. Um, but everyone told me to change it and they were right. Um, and I chose little blue macaron because, um, my signature macaron I kept making for everybody at the time was a blue one, but also my, um, my son that was born in the beginning of, uh, January or beginning of 2018 in January. Um, he has blue eyes, which my husband and I both don't. So that was always like, is kind of like a little bit of a special thing. And so there's, and also North Carolina, like our, yeah. our state color is sort of this, this Tar Heel blue, even though that's not my official color because I wouldn't choose Tar Heel blue, sort of like a teal being a pack member can't be having Tar Heel Blue but in general there were a couple things that you know just reminded me of like North Carolina and my son and, and my cookies so so at the beginning you said you do all these customizable things your Instagram yeah. is the most colorful like <laughs> food obsessed place that I love to look at what is Thank your you. like where do you get your inspiration from so I'm in a, um, I'm in a big chat group with macaron makers all over the world, um, that we've all come to together to make this group, this DM on, on Instagram, and we all participate in different collaborations. And that's how I get to know other bakers and other makers. And you see things that people have done, or they'll we do these inspiration collabs where they say like, we're going to do um, a Corgi collab or like a dog collab and everybody makes their own Corgi cookies or their dog cookies. And so it's really like, it gives you some ideas to go from. And then also if you um, see somebody's work and you feel inspired by it and then you tag them and say like, Hey, I made this because of so-and-so, but um, you know, it's always like my, my business feed on Instagram is literally just cookies and cakes and ice creams and like all kinds of pastry things. And so I get a lot of inspiration there, but I also have a lot of really creative clients who are like, I mean, the last ones that I made that are these baby seals was a custom yeah. order I did this week. That was the client's idea. They said, Hey, it's for this baby shower. She loves seals. Their nursery colors are ivory and mint green. So if you could incorporate the mint somehow, so we did a little bow and um, you know, she came at me with the idea and I just, I just went with it. So, so a lot of times what I'm making is really just client-based. They give me the idea and then they give me a little creative freedom to figure out how to execute it. Very cool. And then do you have like, is there a favorite that you've ever made that is like yeah. still in your memory? <laughs> Um, there's a couple. So the Lord of the Rings ones that I recently like hand painted, I really love piping macarons to the shape of something, but these hand painted Lord of the Rings macarons were like, I put my whole entire soul in there because I'm a Lord of the Rings nerd. And so I, I was very passionate and like, it just, you know, when it's something I really love too, I, then I put a lot of work into it. I really love it. 
Um, I also keep getting requests for avatar macarons and I've seen the whole avatar series. I'm a big fan too, but I, I keep getting requests for them. And so I keep making them and they are really fun. And I did one batch that had like four different characters and, and that was a good one because I got to hand pipe them and they came out really good because sometimes it's not always perfect. You see all the perfect ones on my Instagram, but a lot of times like yesterday I had to rebake two batches that came out and just were not what I would want to see if I was getting the cookies. So yeah. Very cool. Now, what made you go from corporate world to doing, starting your own business and doing macarons? Yeah. So I had worked at this study abroad company for three and a half years. Um, and I really loved the company and I, all of my coworkers had become like my closest friends, but I was definitely not passionate about the job. I was good at it, but I was not passionate about it. It was, a, you know, it was a cubicle job in front of a computer from nine to six every day with extra hours because it's a very hard job. And so um, it just felt like I didn't want to do that forever. Um, I wanted to do something with pastry, but I didn't know what. When I graduated from NC State and I was looking for a full-time job, I went to work at the cupcake shop in Raleigh and on Glenwood South. And I worked there for about a year before we moved to Texas. And I thought for sure I wanted to be a cake decorator or a baker or something. Because I've always loved pastries. So I quit my job and I took an hourly job with Whole Foods in Austin, which that they have their flagship store down there. So it's massive. And they had a really big catering operation and a whole pastry team that ran on this catering operation. So the um, executive pastry chef of that team really became my mentor over the next couple of years. And she taught me like everything I know about, I mean, not everything, but pretty much I was at like 75% of everything I, I know about pastry kind of came from her. And she really encouraged me to practice things on the side that I wasn't learning at Whole Foods. And so one of the things I started trying was macarons and the first ones were hideous, but I mean, I didn't know that. I was like, these are great. And so, um, I just kept making them and making them and making them. And then I started experimenting with like shapes and like different colors and seeing if I could like pipe like the Brazilian flag into a cookie, you know, and kind of like more outlandish concepts. And I just did them for friends and family until I came back to North Carolina. But by then I had been working on it for almost four years. And so I was ready. I felt to open up a a small business, which is when I just started participating in the downtown carry farmers market because I didn't know what else to do. I just moved back home. I didn't know what kind of markets were out there. I didn't know how you got wholesale clients. I mean, I didn't know anything. I just started at a farmer's market that would let me apply in the middle of the season. And, and that's how I got started. Very cool. And for those who don't have never been in a whole foods, like yeah. the massive amount of just bakery things they have, like yeah. cakes, cupcakes, it's incredible. And they all are out of this world amazing yeah they're so good and I loved it I, I had such a good time working there um I worked there for two years but then moved on to be a pastry cook at an Italian restaurant um and then a pastry sous at a different Italian restaurant and then I became the pastry chef at that restaurant so it was cool because I got to like I took so much from what Whole Foods taught me which was a ton and moved into the restaurant world but that's where I realized I didn't want to be a restaurant pastry chef all of my life um, which is, again, kind of what pushed me into the small business because I wanted to do something, you know, I kind of wanted to be my own boss, I guess. Yeah. Now, where do you operate and make all your deliciousness from? 
So I um, work out of a massive commercial kitchen in downtown Raleigh. It's like in an entrepreneurial kitchen for um, food trucks and caterers and meal delivery services, bakers. Um, there's well over 60 businesses in this same giant, giant, giant kitchen. Um, and we share, we have all of our own work areas. So I work in a dedicated like gluten-free space and my neighbors are gluten-free. Um, but the kitchen itself, it's just everybody, a big mix of, of all kinds of backgrounds, which is really cool. Um, however, I am hoping by the end of this year, we have some clarity on um, you know, a retail space because that is the end goal. We want to have our own kitchen and have our own um, place where people can come and pick up things on the fly rather than you know, having to DM me and say, you got any cookies left, you know? So yeah. that was my net. That was my next question. It's like, is there like a dream in your head to own a storefront or your own place to be able yes, to? Yes, that is, that is the dream. And we were actually like right on the precipice of it right before the pandemic hit, like uh, the end of February of last year, we were about to sign paperwork. And then we decided, we said like, let's hold off for a few weeks and just see what's happening with this you know, with coronavirus, like what, what is this? You know, it was right when it was starting to hit North Carolina, we were getting our first cases and it was a big bummer because we, we were so, so close and we were very bummed about it, but in hindsight, it really worked out for us because we weren't making a massive financial risk in a very difficult market. So and it allowed us to pivot our biz business a little bit. We stopped participating in markets. And I say we, because it's my, my husband is like my partner also in business. Like he's literally in the kitchen every single day, like filling cookies, measuring out my ingredients. Like we are a team in every respect. And so, so he's been here through the whole time, you know, making these business decisions with me. So, so we, uh, we pivoted a little bit, stopped participating in markets and started increasing our wholesale accounts. Um, and that it was kind of a blessing to be able to have some flexibility to change our concept without being tied to a store at the time. But now we're really ready to kind of get back on the horse. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what that looks like. I'm sure it'll be beautiful blue colors all around. Yeah. Beautiful shop. Um, <laughs> Being a part of like being in Raleigh, there are so many incredible local and small businesses for you. What has it been like being a part of that local and small business community? It's awesome here. It is very, very tight knit. Um, everybody knows someone who can help you with one thing or another. And I feel like I've made such substantial friendships and business and working relationships with so many different people from di different backgrounds from, you know, um, women that run charcuterie companies to other bakers, makers of other things, um, small businesses, like small storefronts, small coffee shops. I just, you know, everybody always says that this industry, it, you know, it's such a small world, but it really is. And I think the the important thing to remember is how you act within that industry. You know, if you're lifting other people up and you're providing, um, you know, like a healthy, safe space for these kinds of friendships within this food and service industry, then it's going to come back to you tenfold. But if you're um, participating in it and making it a more toxic environment, then it's definitely not going to work for you. So so it's a good thing. It's a good place to like nurture relationships, but it is so small and it is so good. This is a very supportive town. 
Raleigh's just been awesome since we've been back. Yeah. Yeah. I born and born and lived here my entire life. So yeah, I, all right. Thanks. I feel like we're becoming more rare. I get people sometimes when they're like, yeah. Oh, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Raleigh, you know, I'm you know, down there and people are like, Oh, weird. That's so weird. So yeah, yeah, there are no true, like, you don't see a lot of true Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolinians, which is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, what is a piece of advice you would give someone just one to open up their own small or local business, no matter what it may be? Um, don't be afraid to reach out, join Facebook groups that are networking based. Um, I would say one of the biggest groups that's been a big help to me since I've been back is um, called Networking Women of the Triangle. Um, but there are also, you know, non-gender based groups for, for anybody. And you also don't have to identify as a woman to be in that group, but it is, you know, it is to kind of lift up local women businesses, but there are resources out there where you can tap into people who have already done this and are willing to give you the advice and share the information for free because somebody probably did it for them too. Um, and there's also, we, Raleigh has a really unique, um, small business support system in SCORE, which I can't remember what it stands for, but if you just Google SCORE Raleigh, it's essentially like a small business um, support group that will give you all of the information, help walk you through things like getting an LLC and paying your taxes and you know what to do next and how to grow and developing on your weaknesses and um, and I think that's, I think they're maybe driven through Wake Tech, but I'm, I, you, I'd have to double check that. But, but there are just a lot of resources in Raleigh for people starting on small businesses. So don't be afraid to ask and try to join some groups where you can start crowdsourcing information. Yeah. What is the, like, what is the easiest place for people to find you? Instagram. Okay. Full stop. My sad website needs help and I need somebody to take over it for me because it's where I devote my least amount of attention because right. between baking and decorating and running the Instagram and answering emails, which are constantly coming in, the sad website gets nothing. So hopefully I will be redoing that soon, but Instagram, you know, I'm keeping the most updated information there about where you can find cookies every Friday. I do like a little drop post about where I've dropped them off and what flavors you can find. And I also answer DMS through there, usually within a 24 hour period. So if somebody has an allergen question, or wants to know how to place a custom order and then I can direct them to my email from there. So Instagram is really the easiest and it's just at little blue macaron, all one word and only one O in macaron. Very nice. Um, what is upcoming for you? Are you a part of any pop-up markets? Is there anything that you want people to know where you're going to be? I'm still holding off on markets for the time being, not because of the pandemic, because now there's a lot, they're doing them in such a safe way um, that I think it's a really good idea for people, but we are just so swamped that I'm not able to add them back into my wheelhouse at the moment. Um, but I, I am expanding in wholesale. So I'll keep listing more places where you can find the cookies in the Raleigh Cary Apex area. And then yeah, stay tuned on my Instagram for when we hopefully have an announcement about where we'll be permanently residing for the future. So hopefully that that will be sooner rather than later. I'm so excited for that. Um, and one last, I love to and like end this and ask you one question is just what inspires you? You know, I think it's 
seeing other people achieve their dreams. It's almost like, you know, you see somebody going for something or moving from being such a small business into really developing their business and getting bigger and bigger and watching them is such an inspiration. And it is really a fire underneath you to kind of get yourself moving as well. And it's just, when you see, particularly during this pandemic, seeing so many people who have gone after their dream and switched their business from being one thing into another, or they left a corporate job and started their passion project. It's just, it's just so beautiful to watch. And it's, it just really, for me, it really drives me to, to make changes and keep on truck. And even when it gets hard. I love that. I love that so much. And I think there's so much out there for people to um, be doing and keep working. There's so many possibilities. Allison, thank you so much for being here and you guys thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad we can work it out and all of Allison's stuff is going to be linked down below. You guys go get yourself some macarons and, <laughs> and hopefully we will hear soon where they're going to have a storefront. Um, so you guys can go and visit and get your own in person. Um, but Allison, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. What an honor to have me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate it so much. And you guys, I will see you back here next time. Bye y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the conversation series podcast. We love having conversations here and whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DL Clardy on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the conversation series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.